In Philippians, in chapter 4, Paul says this staggering statement that's paraphrased here by Richard Rohr. Paul, from a jail cell, says, Now that I've gone through my initiation, I am ready for anything, anywhere. Friends, welcome to another edition of the Ransom Heart Podcast. This is Morgan Snyder. And it is midsummer here in Colorado Springs, and I have grabbed Alex Burton to jump in the studio. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for jumping in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Alex, we've talked a lot about this passage uh, because we are peering into a window of a story of a journey that Paul took and models for us of what it's like to go through a process of initiation a process where we move from the false man, the man who finds life apart from God, (laughs) to the true man, a man who's integrated in his soul, and even more, he's united with God. So when Paul says, I'm ready for anything, anywhere, he's not saying, I'm living the successful life. He's saying, I know who I am, and I can live out of my true self in union (laughs) with a God who provides infinite care and resources. We've talked a lot about this process of initiation and specifically with our kids. You know, we've got these young budding teenagers that are in the midst of their own uh, quest and their own initiation process. And so this morning, I just wanted to have a brief conversation kind of by way of introduction to say, how's that going? Where is that at in your uh, family as you are shepherding your children through their process so that they, by God's grace, can one day become people like Paul Hmm. that can truly say, I've gone through an initiation and now I am ready for anything, anywhere. Yeah. First, Morg, I think it'd actually be helpful to look at that passage before we talk about the kids because it's wild. Paul's life, what led him to a place of being able to say, I can face anything anywhere because I've gone through my initiation. Look at his initiation. It's wild. Shipwrecked and stoned and beaten and jailed. And his initiation was life. Like his life was initiation. And the reason it was an initiation for him is because it was in the framework of the gospel. It's so huge. So just to emphasize what you're saying, Alex, most of the circumstances of Paul's life, it was a disaster, but he brought to his reality a worldview, an interpretation that allowed him to understand that all of these circumstances had some divine purpose to take him through a journey to become a certain kind of person, to become a person that was integrated in his soul and united with God. So he truly could say with no arrogance, it was actually humility. I know who I am. I live out of my true self and I live in union with God. And therefore I truly can face anything, anywhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, he looked at his circumstances in life as not just happening Mm -hmm. to him, which I think a lot of us kind of live life as our circumstances just kind of happen to us. And we have a hard time 
interpreting those things unless we put it in the framework of the gospel. Yes. And, and that's what Paul did. His life and those circumstances around him, he viewed those as initiating him for the future circumstances that's that would good. come. And so he became the kind of man because he lived through these other things in the framework of the gospel, being fathered by God and walking through them with God so that he could become the kind of man that could handle the future circumstances that came his way. And you're really just naming the heartbeat of at least our model of parenting, Alex, right. to shepherd our kids through the current circumstances yes. and give them a worldview yeah. that allows them to both understand and take the journey of initiation yeah. and that hopefully we will launch them into a world where we can't control the circumstances, but right. they are equipped, they are prepared. Right, so now back to your question, how does this play out with my kids? God's been, I think in this last year and, and more recently been shaping this for me of going more the Paul model of my circumstances in life can be great initiation if I allow God to create it as such, if I choose to see okay. it that way. Okay. And that's true for my kids too. Yes. For Eli and Zoe and Isaac, all three of my kids. Eli in particular right now. Mm -hmm. Eli just turned 15, mm -hmm. which is which is wild. Crazy. I mean, you you and I held each other's boys mm -hmm. in our arms in the hospital it's together. Insane. Like we mm. we were there mm. those days they were born. And I can't believe Eli's turned 15, Joshua's turned 13, and like our boys are growing up yes. and it's wild. But I think Morgan backing up, if I looked at my view of things even a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, I would have been more concerned of how do I initiate my kids and what kind of things do I need to do with them to initiate them into manhood, into womanhood, um, into the next steps. Mm -hmm. And I think looking at this passage and looking at Paul's life has really helped me to begin to go, wait, I don't need to come up with these initiating experiences. These initiating experiences are happening all the time. Mm. How can I partner with God in initiating my kids in these circumstances that are happening in their life? So for me currently, here's just one example like all kids, Eli's getting to that age where he needs to start taking more responsibility for himself. And he needs to start building a framework, and the gospel provides this framework of he has a kingdom and a domain. And someday that's, that's going to be fully his, and it's going to be out of the purview of my kingdom and domain. And so he needs to start building a view of that. And so the, the very real thing lately has been time for him. And, you know, we've been challenged with Eli where he's hit the, those teenage years. Like most teenagers, he just wants to sleep in all the time. And he can't always do that. And we've kind of felt ourselves pulled into this place of like trying to control when he gets up in the morning and and parent that and... I began to think about it more in this area of, okay, here's an opportunity to teach him about his kingdom, about his domain and having some authority over it. I said, Eli, I think it's time for us up till this 
recent past month or so, we had a bedtime for all of our kids, including Eli. And so you have to be in bed by a certain time. And for Eli, you know, it had gotten to the point where 9.30 to 10 o'clock was his bedtime. And so to begin to teach him that he is starting to gain more authority over over his kingdom, I said, Eli, I'm going to now take away the requirement that you're in bed by 10 o'clock. You get to decide when you go to bed. This is now your domain. You get to make the decision when you go to bed. But the reality is, in the morning, there are things that have to happen. You have to go to school, and you've got commitments that happen. And every day, you need to be up by 9 o'clock. You need to learn that there's a healthy lifestyle that involves not sleeping all day. And so 9 o'clock is when you're going to have to get up regardless of what's happening that day. And sometimes it's going to be earlier than that if you've got school or other things. But you get to decide when you go to bed. And here's what was so amazing about doing that with him is before it was kind of a struggle of wills of when are you going to get up in the morning and and us having to kind of go wake him up and tell him, get up, get up, get up. And by giving him authority over the domain of when he goes to bed, now it's becoming less of a fight in the morning. Like he's starting to go ahead and just get up at nine o'clock and we're not having to go up and drag him out of bed. And he's actually staying up later. Like there are nights where he goes to bed at midnight or one o'clock. But the amazing thing is like giving him some ownership and authority Mm -hmm. over his bedtime has given him some ownership and authority over getting up in the morning and it's less of a struggle and it's honoring him and his growing kingdom, his growing domain. And um, it's been really rich and it's been this opportunity. And I haven't fleshed out for him yet that... I'm doing this to teach him that he has a kingdom and right, domain. Right. Right now, it's it's very practical. Yep. And he's reaping the benefits of it. And I kind of see the the nobility in him. Yes. Like, I get to decide when I go to bed. Right. You're if, bestowing dignity, dignity upon yeah. his, his ability to choose. Right. Right. But he's rising to it. And we will have a conversation yes. um, on, hey, do you realize your domain just yes. grew? Yes. And that will come as a secondary, right? right? The interpretation always follows. Mm -hmm. But what I hear you saying is you are shepherding a process of initiation where you're helping him to allow God to teach him how to exercise the authority over his domain. I mean, it's right out of Genesis 1, right? Right. The easy way to think of our kingdoms is the range of our effective will. So where we have say, and for a boy who's 14, it's a big deal to have the initiation experience of having say over his schedule, having say over what he eats and what he wears, right? Because what I hear inherent with that 
is he will also reap the consequences of yep. it for better and for <laughs> yep. worse, right? And when he stays right. up till 1 a.m. and yeah. he's up at nine, he's really tired. And so yeah. he'll have a self-motivating reality of getting to bed early. Yeah. What I appreciate about that, Alex, just as we bring this category to a close, you are able to offer that for Eli. And as you said, to capitalize on circumstances that God is orchestrating, that you don't have to go generate all of the initiation experiences. Some of them you're very right. intentional, right. but others of them are simply responding to God. But what I'm aware of is you're offering something that you have been through. In other words, this doesn't mm -hmm. start, this isn't parenting technique. This isn't steps to get make your kids obedient. Right. My observation of your life is you have consented to a process of being initiated right. by God. Right. And because of that, you are now able to see one of your greatest honors is to bring your children through that experience. Yeah. Would you say that's true that you can see how you have been on the same, same journey as your kids of being initiated oh, into yeah. larger kingdom uh, roles? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And it starts with me. Mm -hmm. It starts with me in the sense of um, beginning to look at all life, the the way I see how God initiated Paul. Yes. My circumstances in life, when I yield them to the work of God in my life, they initiate me. Yes. And they change how I how I live. Yes. How I interpret the things around me and how I interact. Yes. With God, with others, with this life, and they are training me to be able to handle bigger, deeper, more impactful things in yes. the future. And that's a really hopeful idea yes. for me. That is beautiful. Friends just all over the globe that are listening to this as this finds you in summer or, or our friends on the other side of the globe in winter, where do you go? Where would this take you in your own heart and story today? and in the lives of your children, if you potentially are in that stage of initiating them. When Paul says, now that I have gone through my initiation, I am ready for anything, anywhere. Today, this week, we just simply wanna leave you with this idea that much of the Christian life is a process of initiation and much of the circumstances much of the challenge and the suffering that you face has a lot to do with God inviting you into a process of being initiated, coming into deeper awareness of the true you in contrast to the false you, the person that finds their life outside of God. And instead, the true you that's being grown and matured, integrated, and invited into deeper union with God so that you can become the kind of person that lives above circumstances and is able to say, I am ready in Christ. I am ready for anything, anywhere. Father, what would you have to show us today of our circumstances? What of our circumstances today are you allowing as a process for us to be initiated into more, more wholeness and more union. And what of the lives of our children this summer would you want to illuminate to show us that this is a 
brilliant opportunity to help our kids understand the gospel of the kingdom, their place in it, and our role in shepherding them deeper into their place in all of eternity as kings and queens of God's kingdom. Friends, we bless you this week. And Alex, thank you for joining me and sharing some of your story with our allies around the globe. Yeah, you're welcome. This has been a Ransom Heart podcast, and we hope to be with you again next week.